Welcome to another episode of the Guys with God podcast called Sharing Our Struggles, where we discuss the everyday challenges and frustrations that all men go through during their lives at one time or another. We like to talk about how we've dealt with them from both our past experiences and from what God reveals to us through his word. Now, here's today's episode. Good morning, guys, and welcome to another episode of Sharing Our Struggles with Guys with God. Uh, today, I'm with my brother, Mark, again, and um, good morning, Mark. Morning, Ron. And uh, today, we're just going to talk about uh, some of the things that God has us going through, and we really feel we're being tested this week, and we're being attacked by all these things from Satan, but um, we know that God is in control and that uh, we have to remember to look up to him and realize that he is in control and just turn everything over to him and know that he will handle everything. Uh, today, we want to start off with verse... 2911 from Jeremiah. 2911 says, For I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord. Plans to prosper you and not to harm you. Plans to give you hope and a future. So, Mark, I want you to share a little bit about what's going on with you and um, what's and just how you're finding some hope and um, how you know that God is just, you know, being in charge and control of what's going on in your life. Hey, good morning, Ron. Glad to. Hey, guys. Yeah, so it's been a very... Mm -hmm tumultuous week um, out of my realm of expectations and uh, I guess what she just said a minute ago I'm not doing right I remember studying for tests in school but I guess I'm not doing too good of a job of studying for the tests that God sends my way so the the bad stuff is um, a job I thought I had locked uh, one more time has gone away again one more time I just found out this morning and I really thought I had assurances from the the hiring people that it was go, that it was a go, but I guess it's not. Uh, it was going to be a, a COO job, and the COO was a partner who was leaving the company, and he just changed his mind there at the last minute and came back in, so there's no longer a job. So anyway, that's been frustrating, and just some other challenges um, with my personal life this week's been challenging, and I guess where I've been feeling really pulled and tempted by by Satan is that my rights have been moving back in in my head. I have the right to have this job. I have the right to, to expect people to behave this way. I have the right to be wanting people to do things my way. And I'm just like a little kid just, just you know, having a temper tantrum here because things aren't going my way and I'm losing sight there. The verse that I keep forgetting that God's got the plan. I don't. God's going to prosper me and he's going to do it in his time and his way. And where I keep screwing up, Ron, and maybe some of the, some of the other guys can relate to this, I keep wanting God to do things my way. I keep wanting God to, to, to make the, the game go my way. And when it doesn't, now I'm back to having these rights where I want to get upset about it. Not only mad at God, but just mad at life. And it's just not a good space for me to be in. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and uh, listening to what you share a little bit about your struggles right now, it's I hear the words, my way. It's not going the way I planned, the way I want it to go. And... Um, yeah, we're going through some things right now um, with uh, our our lives. Uh, my wife is having some problems with her her mother that she's flying out to Chicago tomorrow to kind of take care of those things. And we've got some issues uh, with other family members. Our son has uh, just dropped a bomb on us that he's leaving. He's moving to Tucson on Monday with no plans on where he's going to live and where he's going to stay and all this stuff, starting a new job. Uh, and it's just, um, for me, it's just... Being a part of uh, seeing what my wife is going through and realizing that she's under a lot of stress and a lot of pressure. And um, 
it's very easy for me to want to say things that I think I is, is what I think my plan should be as far as what she should do. And it's, it's, uh, it's catching myself and just being quiet and realizing it's not my way. It's not my plans that, uh, thinking that, you know, it's that God does have a plan for all of this. And it's when we're in these problems, like you and I are both going through right now, it's, it's really hard to see what God's plan is for us because when we're struggling and we, we feel pain and we feel the stress and the anxiety and all those feelings are coming in. It's hard. And I think both of us right now are, are sharing about how it's, it's hard to realize God has his plan. He sees the whole picture. We don't see it. And all we're seeing right now is the pain and the struggle and the problems that we're going through. And it, it's hard to, 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 uh, turn and to surrender to God and to trust in him. And, um, it, it's just really tough. So like what, what are, like with you, Mark, how are you getting through all this? I mean, what are, what things are you trying to remember and do that, that kind of, you know, that brings you back to the ver- the verse of Jeremiah twenty nine eleven. I have plans for you to prosper and that are good plans when you don't see that. It's the biggest thing I'm doing right now. And I have to remind myself is I have to stop hiding behind the negative and stop letting them get so big in my mind and take a breath and look at all the beauty and blessings and grace in my life. Like this morning, um, I got to leave my wonderful home that I live in and driving my wonderful Mustang to my wonderful gym and workout. These are all privileges. Mm-hmm. These are all three of those things I don't deserve. I'm a sinner and I'm so blessed living beyond my wildest dreams in this wonderful home, being able to go to this gym that I love and drive a car that I dearly love. But I forget about those things. And then I get home and, and I'm I'm working on myself at the gym, even though I'm working out physically, I'm doing my mental and my spiritual workouts there and I'm talking to God and God's showing me finally, it's like, okay, look at all the good stuff in your life. So that's mm-hmm. what I do. Not only do I have a wonderful family uh, and a marriage that I dearly love and, and just friends like you and the other brothers, but I've got so much support in my life around me. And then the biggest thing for me today, Ron, is the project we're working on, Homes from Heaven. We get to go today, my wife and I are going to meet another couple of folks in the project about some funding options and some other options to help this thing move forward. And a guy like me doesn't get involved in things like that Mm -hmm. when I'm in my own selfish ways. And so if I let this negativity keep running my head and keep wanting things my way, I'm not allowing God to prosper me. I'm not allowing God to show me his plans or better yet, even put me on the, the road or the path to where his plans are. So that's what I have to remind myself. I have to stop, find the good, look for the good and thank God for the good that he's put in my life. I've got far many blessings than I deserve, and I need to stop and thank God for those. Yeah, and as I'm listening to you, it's it's making me think back. It's my perspective. You know, uh, what perspective am I having? Am I having the poor me, why me perspective, or am I flipping it to realizing how much God has blessed me? And look at the things in front of me, like you mentioned your car and go being able to go to the gym and the, the wonderful house you have and the great marriage that you have. It's real easy for me to see things like that and turn blessings into burdens, Mm. you know? And for me, it's my perspective. Am I going to be, have that negative perspective and think about all the problems that I have, or I have to, like you say, I have to stop, catch myself and just focus on the moment and everything that God has blessed me with. Just like you, I have a wonderful marriage. I have a beautiful family. I have a great life, but it's very easy for me at times, like what, what we're going through right now, to forget about all those things and focus on my problem, focus on the things that I, that, that the attacks that 
Satan is, is throwing at us and not focus on all the good things that God has blessed me with in my life and has given me and continues to give me. I just have to, it's that perspective. I have to open my eyes and see, Ron, what's around you right now? What's in front of you? What have I get given you? What have I blessed you with? Look to me. I have given you all these things. I have blessed you with all these things. Don't look at all that negative stuff. Those are just things that you, you know, it's like Jesus said, in this world, we will have troubles. But have faith, I have overcome the world. So it's easy for me to forget about those things when I'm struggling than it is to change my perspective and focus on all the positive and blessings that God has given me. Oh, absolutely, Ron. A good point you made about looking at that. I get so caught up in my self-will, and then I have to be reminded through my study in the Scripture that self-will is actually where Satan lives. And in my world... Satan loves to magnify all the negatives and make them bigger than they seem. And that's what he uses against me so that I silence or stop looking at all the good stuff God's put in my life. And that is the problem I've dealt with all my life is allowing negativity to try to run me. But what I've learned is that's not really the negativity that I allow to run me. It's I allow Satan to trick me mm-hmm. into thinking those things are real. Um, another verse that I like, and this is it's called it's Luke 9.23. And then he said to them all, whoever wants to be my disciple must deny themselves and take up their cross daily and follow me. Now, that's kind of a a lofty kind of thing, taking up a cross and following Jesus. But when I look at it and how that applies to where we're at today, Mm -hmm. I have to deny my self-will. I have to shut that negativity down and I have to take up my cross, just like Jesus went on the cross for all of us Mm -hmm. to give us eternal life, which is ours for the asking. I need to take up the cross and follow Jesus daily, no matter how bad it seems or how bad it feels, or in my case, no matter how bad it didn't go my way, I need to park all that and start focusing on God and turn away from my own self-will and start seeking and looking to see where God's will is for me today. And what that happens for me and how it kind of pulls me out of this funk is, I get people in my life like you and me. We sit here and talk about God, and that helps me get out of the funk. And then also, God puts other situations and places and things in my life. It's just not a people all the time, but it's, it's places, things, and situations. Like my daughter sent me a text asking for some advice. I love that. I love being able to be asked from a, a 24, 25-year-old for advice, because that usually doesn't happen much anymore. Yeah. But that shifts me from self and back into service. Kind of like God is there waiting on us to ask. And whenever we ask God, he's ready to help us if we're willing. And that was kind of my example this morning for my daughter. She just had a simple ask. It was a minor thing, but I just turned my heart warm again, saying, oh, somebody does love me and need me just like God does. Yeah. um, Some of the things that I picked up on is like dying to yourself, um, trying to live by my will, and uh, the things that what I think is, is what I need to do or what I feel is the right thing to do. Uh, touching back on dying to yourself with me, uh, especially with in my, in my marriage, I, I realize how much selfish I could be and how um, I have to die to myself and my selfish ways and my will and turn my will over to what God wants for me and surrendering. Um, it's very easy for me to, um, and this past week has been a, gr- a big test, is listening to my wife and thinking that, well, I know better. My, my ways are better than your ways. My ways are better than God's ways. And my ways are the, are the best ways. So catching myself 
and uh, keeping my mouth shut and realize, all right, Ron, it's not about you. It's about her. What does your wife need? What is our, what are you listening to her? Are you hearing what she's saying? Are you just listening to tell what you think she needs according to what my will is and according to what my desires are? What's the motivation behind what I am doing or listening when I'm listening to her? Is it my motivation to listen is to give her an answer what I think is the right way or what I think she needs to do? Or is my motivation listening to listen to her and listen to her feelings and her needs and just to be there for her and let her process the things that she's going to and not try to fix her. Just try to, to just be there for her. And this dying to myself and, uh, this whole thing about, um, becoming less selfish and more selfless, that's a hard thing for me because I'm, my sinful think self thinks that my way is the best and I know better. And it's, it, that's just how it is. But dying to myself and realize that it is not about me. It's uh, it's about everyone around me, and uh, I becoming less selfish and more selfless. It's a tough thing for me to do, but it's something I have to die to every day, and I have to surrender to that. And, and the only way I can do that is by surrendering and asking God to come in and and to show me what He wants me to do. Absolutely, Ron. Good <laughs> points. I I have this committee inside my head. This committee contains my own personal selfish bill of rights. And so when I'm having trouble with relationships or my wife's not feeling well and, and the conversation's not going the way I want it to, my rights move in, in my head, and they start giving me the scripting. Well, you should tell her what to do. You should fix her. All those things we know that don't work. After 27 years with this lovely woman, I'm not about to tell her what to do. Mm-hmm. But yet my rights move in and say that I deserve to do that. And that's where I know Satan's trying to get me. And he's trying to shift my focus from reality. And that's what I have to do is I have to realize that it's Satan coming after me, recognize that I'm leaning towards self-will and not God's will, and then understand through trust and faith that God has the plan, Mm -hmm. like we talked about in our verse here, but I have to be trusting in my heart. And the two ways I check that, Ron, is I check my motives and I check my efforts. Mm -hmm. And what that looks like for me, especially when I want to tell someone what I think, or try to fix someone with, if you just do it my way, mm-hmm. well, what's my motive there? It's selfish and self-centered. It's based on pride or fear. Yeah. So I have to stop that. And then what are my efforts? Am I actually opening my heart to listen? Or am I stuck in my head just waiting to speak? Mm-hmm. And so those are the two things that I have to watch for, especially when I feel my emotions rising, my temper coming up, or my fear coming up. It's usually because I'm stuck in self-will, my motive is selfish, and not seeking to be loving and tolerant and kind. And if I can, I think they talked about it in church this past week, the fruit basket. Mm -hmm. And I keep forgetting that people want love. They want tolerance. They want kindness. Yet here I am trying to just spew bad stuff out of me. So that's why I have to keep checking my motives and making sure that my efforts match up. Yeah. And as I'm listening to you and I'm thinking about what what God has has, has has us going through this week and the attacks that are coming from Satan is that, um, uh, is that when my wife is struggling and some of the things that she's going through is I can't take that personally. And I have a tendency to take it personally and think that she's attacking me or she's trying to hurt me. It's all about me, 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 you know, and, for me, I'm, I've been struggling the last few days is when listening to my wife and letting her express her feelings and some of the things she's going through 
is to not take it personally. She's not, some of the things that she may say or do or some of her actions, it's just because I have to sit back and I have to think that she's going through a lot right now. She's struggling with some things and whatever she's doing or saying or the words, whatever, it's not an attack on me. She's just, she's being attacked herself and that's just how she's expressing what she's going through. And for me to, um, <clears throat> just to be quiet and just to listen to her and not take it as she's attacking me. She's not attacking me. She's just, she's under attack herself. And, but I, it's very easy for me to turn it. Well, she's attacking me. She's not saying what I wanted her to say. She said something that she maybe hurt my feelings or whatever, but not taking that personally and realizing that she's under a lot of pressure and a lot of stress and she's under attacks herself. That, that, that takes a lot for me, uh, to be able to just keep my mouth shut and just listen to her and not take that as an attack. Realize that she's just, she's going through stuff too and just let her process all that stuff and just to try to be there the best I can for her. Absolutely. Two big <clears throat> points you made there, Ron. I have to understand that it's not an attack on me. I, I probably need that written down in front of me all day long because being built the way I am and being a fear-based person my initial response is to take everything personally. Mm -hmm. And I know it's not about me. I'm not that important. But yet when my wife's having a bad day or people around me are having a bad day, that's the first initial gut response I have. The reaction, if you will, is, oh, and it's, that's not real. It's And this brings up the second point that you mentioned. And the, the way I paraphrase it is, as I learned a long time ago, hurt people hurt people. So if there's meanness or nastiness or just unkindness coming out of someone else's mouth or actions, it's not about me. I need to look at them like God looks at all of us and say, okay, what's inside them causing them to hurt? Mm -hmm. And how can I help them? How can I be compassionate? How can I be loving and tolerant? Is that fun? No. Do I want to do it? No. But for me to be able to heal and move forward, I have to do it that way. And that's the biggest challenge for me, especially in times like today when I'm not starting off with the best news and I'm not starting off with the best path. I've got to park all that and turn my eyes and heart upwards to God to see where he needs me to plug in and be of service to others. Yeah, it's 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 a big thing to try to, uh, when we're being attacked like we are this week and today, is that just to stop and to look up, not look out at what's going on around us and realize that if you look back through my whole life and God has always been there for me. Things have always worked out. And uh, something that a good friend of mine told me a while ago is that when we're in these storms and these struggles, that they're only temporary. You know, and I have a tendency to think that they're going to last forever. And uh, when I focus on that, that's where Satan wants us to be. He wants us to focus on our problems and thinking things are going to be miserable for the rest of our life. That takes our focus off of God and takes our focus off of everything that he has blessed us with today. I mean, the sky is blue. The sun is shining. We are, we have a house. We have beautiful families. We have wonderful wives. We have so much to be thankful for. But yet it's so easy for me to flip all that, change my perspective. Like I said before, and look at all the things that are going wrong. And that's where Satan wants us because that's where he can, he isolates us and he can attack us and be able to, uh, have brothers like you that I can reach out to and have moments like today where we can talk about what we're struggling with and to be able to share those and realize we're not alone, that God is there. God is good. God is always good. And his plans for us are for the glory of his kingdom, not for my own glory and not for my own happiness, you know, but the more I can think about that and realize that and change my perspective to that, the better I'll be able to get through my life. 
Yeah, no kidding. Let's. It's the the biggest thing that I keep thinking as we're talking here today is let go and let God. Mm-hmm. If I can just let go of my grip on the way I think reality should be, and just let God operate the way He does, and become willing to accept the world as it is and people as they are, my life goes a lot better. Yeah, and one thing that's uh, Chad often says to us at church is when we're holding on tight to our problems or to our struggles or to whatever we think that we are idolizing, it's hard for us to be able to receive the love and the uh, glory and the mercy and grace of God. So we have to let go of all those things we're trying to control, open our hands and be receptive to everything that God has for us, which is is it's just for the glory of his kingdom. And it's always for his own good, not for ours, but we just, to be able to open our eyes and open our hands and to see that and to feel that and realize that that's a hard thing to do, but it's something we have to work on every day. And I'm glad I have a brother like you that helps me realize those things and helps me get through these times. Me too. Amen, brother. So he does have a plan and a hope and he plans for prosperous. Yes. I guess we just need to let him. Yep. We sure do. Well, Thanks, Mark, for uh, sharing today. And uh, until next time, guys, uh, hope everything is going well. And just remember, let go and let God. Have a great day, guys. Bye. Thank you for listening to today's episode. If you like what you hear, please share it with a friend. Also, be sure to check out our Facebook page, Guys With God, and also our website, guyswithgod.com, where both places give you an opportunity to pose any questions that you may have from today's discussion or to post any topic that you may want to hear discussed in the future. Have a great day. Thanks for listening.